Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so I uh, did a fun thing over the weekend, and that's why I was gone on Friday uh, on uh, from the radio station. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley hey, Trainer. So you did the Ragnar. I did. I did the Ragnar. It sounds like a dance. It's not a dance. It's trust me, very much so not a dance. On the Ragnar, do you mm-hmm. find yourself? Um, that was a joke. Stop. I know. Tell people about Ragnar. Okay, so here's uh, the Cliff's Notes about <laughs> Ragnar, and it's still confusing, and I understand that. So, it is a 200-ish mile relay race. You ran 200 miles? No. Um, it is a 200-mile relay race that is split up mm. uh, between 12 people, six people in each van, and you take turns running predetermined legs of the race... Uh, over the course of 36 hours, okay, you run three times in most instances, you yeah. run three times and you are running consistently from whatever time you start on Friday until whenever you get done on Saturday. So how many miles did you have to run yourself? 11-ish. That's a lot yes. of miles. Uh, not all at once, broken up into three different What's runs. What's your longest stretch? Four and a half. That's a lot. So, and I had the shortest of all of them, not legs and, no, actually I didn't have the shortest legs. I mean, of my, on my body. That's I have cute. a friend with shorter legs. That's cute. But I did have the shortest legs, meaning the shortest. Leg of Ragnar. Yes, exactly. Okay, so how many people, do people do this all over the, is this happening all over the country? Not at the same time. There are many Ragnar races throughout the country, uh, and there are different types of them. There's road races, and there are trail races, and there's one in Cape Cod, I know. There's one in Seattle. There's one. I mean, there's they're all over were the there, place. Were there other ones this weekend? Because I saw somebody else on my timeline who I thought lived somewhere else was doing Ragnar, but maybe that person was in town to Perhaps. do it. Perhaps. Or not I'm, in town. I'm not sure that, you were. that they were doing other ones at the same time, but what I do know is that they some people run them as a destination. So, like, you could say, oh, I really want to run Ragnar in Utah, and then you would, you know, plan a whole trip around running Ragnar in Utah yeah, with a group of people. Uh, and sometimes you know all the people in the van and sometimes you don't. Well, I happen to be friends with all my friends in the van, six of us in one little tiny van tooling down the road while one of us would be out running. You can. What were you, where did you guys sleep? We do Glamnar, so we had hotels. Okay. Which is... Well, that's, I mean, that just seems like a no-brainer. No, it's a brainer because you only get to sleep for like three or four hours at a time max so it's kind of silly to like spend money for a hotel room is that because you have to like be in the car and moving okay so um the way that it works is you run through each of your six runners in your van one two three four five six 
and uh, and then you pass off to the next van. Yeah. But then your whole van has to drive to the other side of what that other van yeah. of six is doing. That's why I'm saying you yeah. couldn't spend more time in a hotel because you're you're busy like transporting. You have to be yourselves. there when yeah. yeah, and you have to be there when they hand off to Got you. It. So and then you have to keep going, and it's all about trying to make sure you stay on time because ugh, it's a whole thing. What are you eating? Um, we ate on crustables a lot. Uh, and bananas oh and God. candy. Well, I guess you don't want to eat anything that's going to give you like severe blowouts. Oh no, or I ate a burger <gasps> with with cheese curds wow, on it between that, two of my runs. Oh my god, and it was delicious. I mean, you just do what you got to do. Listen, you got to like. Where do you go to the bathroom? They have porta potties at each exchange, oh, okay. but if you can't make it to that, you just use what is available to you at any given time, and I will let you figure that out. Interesting. So mm-hmm. you went doo doo in the woods. I did not. Oh, but I. We in the woods. I feel like you're not supposed to do those things. Oh, but so you're gonna pretend. I like cannot. You didn't do I didn't. But I didn't. I was fine. Like I figured it out because there were porta potties everywhere. But you, I cannot confirm or deny that potty happened in the woods. Okay, I don't know. So it did. Um. So. But not from me. Now, I, what, what happens the at the end? Like, is there like a big finish line? Yeah, the finish line is right down by, um, the river because so it's called Great River Rag. Ragnar, no, you are in a van though, down by driving the river. along the river. So there are a lot of vans down by the river, but but the whole thing ends at the University of Minnesota, um, near the river oh, by awesome. the U. And so there's like a big finish line and a celebration and all kinds of stuff. So are there people along the way that are cheering you on, or is it just other runners or like mostly other runners? Um, it goes through communities. So often, like for example, there's one road that it goes down every single year and there's kids, it's in the country and there's kids at this house that always have a water stop that they just do for the runners. Oh, and it was cool. extremely hot, as you may know, oh, yeah. on a Saturday bad. or on Sunday, on Friday. It was very, 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 very hot. And not even just hot, it was so humid. It was like 98% humidity. It was disgusting. So there are people running overnight? Yeah, we all ran through the night. Yeah, oh you God. run, co- there's somebody constantly running until the end. Wow. So our runs, uh, the way that our van worked, went from like 7 p.m. until about... 12:30 p.m. or a.m. and then somebody took over for us at 12:30 and then ran through the morning. Um but when we got through all of uh what was I oh I was just going to say that yeah the water stop thing it was really hot on Friday. And so like members of the community would like set out water for you or be waiting there one kid put up a sprinkler for you to run through. Oh that's fun. So it's not like a race where you know those sides are lined with people who are cheering. Yeah. It's not like the marathon. It's probably but, a more meditative experience. Oh, You're out there with nature. There's and- a lot of meditating. Yeah, and it's beautiful. I mean the course is beautiful and there are areas that are it's a great way to see. It's a mildly painful and kind of crazy way to see. Are you super sore? I was sore yesterday. I was really sore yesterday. Are you hydrating? I was hydrating. Yes, okay. thank you. You should still be hydrating. Um, but okay, so but this, I have to share this little anecdote of something that happened in the car um, because you're in the same car with all these people all the time. So like a conversation started, and I was I I would we had a fifteen a twelve passenger van. Those things are big, right? And I did a lot of the driving, partly because I'm a control freak, partly because I don't like being in the back. I get a little woozy back there. So I was driving and my friend who de- who lives in um, Fargo, North Dakota in the mm-hmm. country, her husband is literally a farmer. Yeah. She kept on saying, look at all these people who can't drive because they're from the city. 
on like a country road or something? No, she just meant in general. Okay. And I was like, but I don't, I go, I guess I don't don't want to tell her this, but what I wanted to say was in the city, we are saying that about you. I was going to say most of the time, the complicated driving happens in the city and people who aren't from the city can, they show themselves. Right. Yeah. Because we're a little more aggressive. We take some artistic liberties. Let's be real. On a country road, you got like two options. Fast or slow? I mean, this way or that way. Because right. it's like a two-lane road. Right. So she, it was so funny. She kept on saying that. And I was, I was like, that is so weird. But now I sort of realize on this side of things, I think what she was trying to say was, you know, city drivers probably do drive in this weird, aggressive way that you don't have to do in the country. And so she probably thought we were just like manic and didn't know what we were doing. And I'm like, no, we're just like, we're always on the defense. We're always driving defensively. And she just was like, no. And she, I, she's right, though. When I got on a dirt road, I did not know what I was doing. Because I was just driving down that thing like it was paved. Like I was like, you know, going to Walgreens. like you were going super fast or yeah, something? Yeah, and then they were like, oh, no, you got to slow down. And I was like, oh, this is dumb. I was not happy. But she's right. I mean, there is a different way to drive on dirt. And I that I, that I will confess to. Yeah. I wasn't good at driving on dirt. I feel like we're not supposed to know how to drive on dirt. I, I mean... That's why we have pavement, right? Yeah, generally speaking. I, I just thought it was really funny to have like a conversation about where oh, yeah. both of it's us thought the, the other whole, one everybody, was. It, you know, people are always like, oh, you people from the city. Oh, you people from the country. I will also say everybody, when you're driving, and this is this anywhere you are, when you're driving and there's a whole bunch of other drivers in the car, they all are better drivers than you are. Oh, God. I always just yell at people and say, well... I, no, I can pull I'm, this car over I and will, you're more than welcome to take over. I will continue to drive yeah. and I will figure it out. Yeah. If Are you, you would dead? like it to be I different, like to say that to people then too. you can try it yourself. Are you dead yet? No? Okay. Have we gotten a ticket? No? Okay. Shut your <laughs> mouth. All right. When we come back, ooh, there has been a development in the Me Too movement. One of the Me Too victims has uh, also become the accused. This is an interesting story we'll lay out for you after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, one of the Me Too victims has become now one of the Me Too accused. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, wow, this was an odd story to wake up to today. Yeah, it's a, it's an odd story. It's a tragic story. It's a very sad story. And it's also a very frustrating story. So let's get right into it. Asia Argento, of course, you know her as a leader in the Me Too movement. You know her as the, mm, um, what would we call her, partner, girlfriend of the um, Late dearly, Anthony Bourdain, yeah. dearly departed Anthony Bourdain. And uh, this all stems back to an encounter um, that happened in, oh gosh, I don't remember exactly what year, I think about 2013. We know that she has arranged or had arranged to pay almost $400,000 to someone who accused her of any inappropriate behavior at that time. His name is Jimmy Bennett. He's a young actor and a musician. He said that uh, Asia Argento sexually assaulted him in a California hotel room uh, when he was just two months past his 17th birthday. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, at the time, was 37. The age of consent in California is 18. Mm-hmm. So that, um, you know, that claim, if true, would be illegal, right? Absolutely. In addition to inappropriate, right. highly 
Absolutely. So that's where we sit. She has been accused. And this all came about because of some email that was made available, I think, to the New York Times with pictures, etc., um, alleging this behavior. Nobody has commented about this officially that is connected to this case. That mm-hmm. is H.R. Argento. Um, and I will say that, um, what's his name again? Uh, the young man in, involved, he has not made a comment. Um, I'm sorry, were you going to no, say something? Ahead. So we don't have official responses from either of them. But again, according to the reporting in the New York Times, Anthony Bourdain actually knew about this and was advising Asia Argento on how to deal with this matter. Again, the, you know, the legal claim was brought to her and her attorneys. They decided to arrange um, a settlement uh, to the tune of almost $400,000. And that is obviously very frustrating to many people who saw her as someone holding up the mantle of the Me Too movement. Yeah, because absolutely. Because she, she herself was a victim. Of Harvey Weinstein's. Yeah. And, and one of the things um, uh, to me that is interesting of, in the story is that um, the, she had known him, um, Mr. Bennett, Jimmy, it's Jimmy Bennett, right? Is that his first name? Uh, Jimmy Bennett for... Um, at the time, about 12 years, when he was five years old, he had played the son of Asia Argento in some movie that they had done together. And they had remained sort of in contact for that period of time. And then it was when he was 17 that this alleged incident in, incident took place. Mm-hmm. And according to those legal documents, um, the, he had a, a hand, like not a handler, what's the word, that, like a chaperone with him because he was a minor and she dismissed that person and plied him with alcohol um, and then proceeded to perform sexual acts on him. And the two had intercourse and that is sort of the, the story as it was being told. And then through Anthony Bourdain's lawyer, who was also representing her uh, allegedly a settlement was reached with this accusation. Yeah. Again, so, to the tune of about $400,000. $400, yeah. And again, you're right, Bradley. It's sort of like, oh, this is a lot coming from, uh, coming. It's, this is a strange twist to the story of a woman who had been victimized by Harvey Weinstein. Well, the frustrating thing is many, many people have not been very vocal about this, but I will say, um, you know, be careful. So I will say a couple of celebrities have responded like Roseanne Arquette and, she said, and I think this was in response to a tweet that um, Kathy Griffin made, which I was going to get to, but let's just focus on Rosanna's tweet. She says, I know many rape and trauma survivors who act out sexually. The wounds they carry run deep. I pray for them. The timing of this story is suspect. Asia was still raped by Harvey Weinstein. So all of those things are true, right? But I feel like this is just one of those moments where, and certainly if Asia... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. It feels like she needs to make a statement. Presumably, at some point, she will if she wants to have a public career. She's going to have to address this, I would think, very quickly. Um, but like now is not the time for excuses or understanding. Now is the time, at least from my perspective, to just say that behavior is equally wrong. And the fact that you yeah. would, you would engage in this behavior while calling out somebody else's behavior and not accounting for your own. That's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Whether you're a man or a woman. The fear is, of course, I think, and why people get very defensive in a case like this is that they think that discrediting her um, or at least accounting for that behavior, which may lead some to think that she's not credible, will take away from the Me Too movement, large, you know, writ large, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or that it will somehow lend people to think, oh, see, you can't buy any of this stuff because these people are all lying, mm-hmm. you know. And so, look at her now; she's a perpetrator, yeah. and then it twists the whole storyline, um, or twists. I, I don't want to say storyline; that wasn't a poor choice of words because these aren't stories; these are people's lives. Um, but it twists sort of the it twists the conversation around in a way that gets us away from where we should be focusing our energy, which is that no person in a position of power yeah. should ever person, man, woman, you know, should should be using their position of power. To sexually manipulate somebody else, period, regardless of what exactly. aspect you come at it from. So we'll keep an eye on this story as it develops and uh, and and share uh, what we know of it as we know more. When we come back, celebrities behaving badly. We've got another frequent flyer during Lord and Lady D bag. We'll tell you who it is after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 107.1. Everything. Oh, no. It wasn't the airplanes. It was beauty killed the beast. Entertainment. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. And as long as they're acting like this, we will talk about them. Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, I've got a frequent flyer for you. Oh, you do? Who? His name is Kanye. Have you heard of him? Uh, who? Kanye West. Do you know of him at all? No. Ring any bells? What's his name? What does he um, do? He's, uh, he's just a guy who does some albums, and he's married to this lady named Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Have you heard of them? i vaguely familiar. Yeah, I know. Well... I'm calling him a D-bag because of his attire. I don't like to make fun of what people wear because I've made a lot of questionable choices in my fashion life. But when you're Kanye West and you are mm, always uh, excited to tell us how much you know about fashion. Yeah. Shoes. Watch out. Okay. So he went to two chains wedding mm. over the weekend. I did not make it to that. Uh, neither did I. Also... He got married. Two, two chains now, four chains? Two chains. I, I think he's just three chains. Okay. Um, no, two chains and his longtime girlfriend, Keisha Ward, got married on Saturday. By the way, they got married. I think this is really interesting at the Gianni Versace mansion in Miami. 
Is that wow. a wow? Did they they must have rented it? I they had assume. to have. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing. It used to be a hotel at one point. Really? Mm-hmm. I, guess I never even realized that. It just never occurred to me uh, what happened to that building. Anyway, um, so Kanye he had an interesting fashion choice. He wore a pair of um, flip flops that appear to be approximately two sizes too small with socks. That's a thing, right? Well, I think it's a thing. I don't know that it's a wedding thing. No, it's the two generally. sizes too small. It's it almost to me looked sort of like he forgot to pack his shoes, but My North shoes. but North, his daughter, had an extra pair of flip flops and he was like, Well, I'll make do with those. It is the strangest look. I believe that they are actually actually I don't just believe they are part of his collection. Yeezys, these yeah. these Yeezy, Yeezy flip flops, Yeezy spirits. But his heel is hanging off the back. It's disgusting. Like <laughs> he has on socks and his heel is hanging off the back of the shoe, touching the ground. I mean, why even wear shoes? I guess. Is this a look? Are we going to be wearing two small flip flops? Probably. It is the debaggiest thing I've ever, and he's, you know, whatever, he's owning it, I guess. I still can't bring myself to wear, you know, those aren't even, those to me aren't even flip-flops. Like, I think of flip-flops as like, you know, thongs. With the thongs. Mm-hmm. Those are like house shoes. Yeah, they're like the Adidas slides yeah. that you, yeah, just that slide I wear around it. the house. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're like house the thought shoes. that I would actually wear those out in public. No. Let alone to a wedding with socks and your healing, your disgusting yeah, but heel that's hanging fashion, off the man. back. He knows fashion. You don't. Uh, also, oh man, I mean, Andy's wearing, and this uh, this is a lesser offense, but I'm still mildly. It's like he forgot to get all the way dressed. He's now wearing a shirt underneath his suit coat. Which all I can think is like the sweaty silk inside of the dry clean only. It just ish. Also, his suit is very wrinkly. Yeah, there's I mean, that too. Yeah, but that's in the car. You know, but that's a thing. Like he doesn't have to. That's the, like that's just what's frustrating. Is like you, the rest of us have to iron our clothes. But he can just be like, I'm not gonna iron. Everybody's like, oh, it's fashion. And then he'll wear flip flops with his heels hanging off. I mean, it looks very incomplete. Don't you think? It, also, Kim Kardashian looks very complete. Yeah. Next to him. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's so maybe been, that's the reason she's like her makeup team, like greased her up. I mean, she's like shimmering and shining like every inch of her body has been tended to. Yeah, She put it on her Instagram stories over the weekend. Yeah. of Somebody rubbing self tanner into her body. Yeah. Yes. And he couldn't bother to find shoes that fit. I will say the color palette is all there. He's very monochromatic. That's his thing. And the socks and the ugly flip-flops and the suit all match. I'm sorry. It feels like a minor offense, but I just don't want this to spread. By the way, my mother uh, stopped by my house this weekend. And because we live in the 1920s, she clips newspaper articles for me all the time and then hands them to me in a pile. My mother did that. Yeah, right. And one of them was about the casualization of America. Okay. Well, that train left. That train, and by train, I mean that Uber left uh, Mm -hmm. some unknown, undisclosed location long ago. (laughs) About 20 years ago. I know. Mm -hmm. In any case, I would. Don't even get me started. Pointing at Kanye West and his two small flip flops. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before we're all going to be like wearing shorts. I, I will never. At weddings. I will never. I, I won't even wear shorts on a Tuesday. What do you got against Tuesdays? It's not. I don't have anything against Tuesdays. No. I don't wear you shorts. You don't like shorts. Well, I uh, like shorts. Shorts don't like me. Oh. 
But yeah, well, the good news is you get to wear skirts. Sometimes. Some of us don't. Um, okay, so uh, what was his name again? Kanye West. Something West. Kanye East. West. Yeah. Repeat oh. after me. Wait, Kanye. what's his wife's name again? Kim. Oh, Kimber- that's my douchebag. Oh, wait, what? Why? Well, um, I'd forgotten that I'd seen the story uh, this morning, and I was just reminded of it and thought, this is the perfect e-bag story. Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. in a um, tease for an upcoming episode of that show, what do they What do they call that It's thing? called Keeping Up With The Kardashians, oh. meaning I think they're asking or is it us. The Kardashians, anyway. To, yeah, it's hard to say. In a preview for an upcoming episode, Kris Jenner uh, lies dead so that her daughter can practice her funeral makeup skills. Pardon me? So this show has jumped the proverbial shark so much so that an episode involves her painting her mother's face as if her mother was a corpse because she wants to know what it's like to paint somebody's dead face. Okay. You know... In normal world, when that happens, you actually send her to the actual morgue and have her do... You don't have Chris Jenner model. I'm just saying. If they really wanted to like pack a punch with that episode... They could have done a real dead body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At the beginning of the video, Kim confesses, I feel like I know makeup very, very well. And before I even go to a professional, I want to test it out on my mom. And she says uh, that she gets her mom to substitute as a dead body. Can I just practice on you? Just chill, relax. So she, you know, her mom lays dead on a table and Kim does her makeup. OMG. Um, Kim said that while she was engrossed in making her mommy beautiful, Chris decided to prank her and then she would pop up her head and yell and make loud noises. To scare well, they're her. so wacky, those silly Kardashians. <laughs> Kim confessed, oh my God, you really scared me. I almost peed my pants. <laughs> so I hope you'll all be watching the next episode. Oh my gosh, they are scraping Keeping the bottom up with nothing! of the barrel these days. Ugh, seriously. Sort of, like, I can just see them sitting around in a room going, what should we do this season? Well, what if, what if you were dead? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like they've done everything. Now they're really trying too hard. Yeah. Oh, well, <clears throat> again, won't be watching that and not falling for their antics. Yeah. And again, you know, this these are people that could talk about and do just about anything with their television show. And this is the best that they can come up with after this many years on TV. Uh, just play dead. OK. I mean, we're the boobs, though, because somebody's still watching it. That's why they keep showing up. Yeah. But I mean, is it because there's nothing else? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We can do better, America. I know it. I agree. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, more stories from the Ragnar Trail, including some reactions to my van mates during this weekend long relay race to a segment on our show called Blinded by the Item. I was mm. caught off guard. And I want to tell you about it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. All right, so I, again, had a very interesting weekend. I was cooped up in a car with six total people, five other women, over the course of 36-plus hours uh, running a crazy relay race. And, uh, you know, weird conversations happen. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um... So what's it like being cooped up in a van with people for 36 hours? Well, okay. Well, first of all, 
At first, it's super fun. And you also have to remember that as we're cooped up in the van for 36 hours, um, we are taking turns running. So at any given time, there's one person out running and they're yeah. missing everything that goes on for about an hour plus in this van with the other women. And so there's a lot of catching up. Now, at the beginning, it's super fun and we're having crazy conversations. For example, I learned that uh, my friend has always thought that the lyrics to the song um, Hot Stepper, you know, here comes the hot step. Uh, murderer. Oh, yeah. She thought it was, I'm a leprechaun gangster. What? And I, and she said it was such con- like confidence. That, and I'm I was a like, lyrical gangster. It's, I'm a lyrical gangster. And I looked at her and I was like, Alicia, no, it's, it's lyrical gangster. And she was like, no, it's not. And I was like, I'm a do leprechaun. Do you think leprechaun gangster means. Makes more sense. So these are the kinds of things that happen. You learn so these you little things little about punchy. each other. You get a little punchy. Now then, on you know when you are you're in your last final hours of the race, you have the littlest amount of sleep. It is getting hotter outside. Yep. Some people have finished. Uh, some people still have legs to go. Have runs to to do. It, people get a little cranky. People get a little testy. People sh- let their honesty show. So we were sitting together in the car having a conversation, and I said something about, uh, no, somebody said, oh my gosh, I just love Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra together. Oh, yeah, Chonus, we call them. I said that. I said, yeah, we call them Chonus on mm-hmm. our show. I said, but you know that that's all fake, right? Sure, yeah. Right. So that's your, like, yeah. Like, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. That, well, that, tell me more about this I'm, fake couple. I will say that, you know, maybe not everybody gets as deep as we do, but, you know, I would, I would assume that most people would think that that was a suspect relationship. Okay. So they were willing to entertain my theories. And I realized again, and you've had this moment happen before where you say something with conviction. Yeah. Because we've learned about it sure. from our blind item set, we're site, the experts. Crazy Days and Nights. <laughs> We do our blinded by the item segment. So I was like, yeah, no, they're fake. It's totally a publicity relationship. And they were like, no. They know that it's not real. No, they would not accept that there was any reason for that. And I was explaining to them, well, you know, he's an entertainer. The guy who writes these blind items for crazydaysandnights.net that we follow. We've built a whole segment around him. This is the guy who... You know, he knew about the Me Too movement. I mean, he knew about Harvey Weinstein's, um, the allegations against Harvey Weinstein and was reporting on it before anybody else was. And they said, well, yeah, that was an open secret in Hollywood. And I said, well, yeah, it was. But he was really reporting on it, had names attached to things, so kind of knew some things. So I tend to kind of put my money on him. I think, though, that what you're learning is that lesson that I have learned. And I'm sure anybody who does a job like we do learns that, like, We're crazy, and when it comes to celebrity conspiracy theories, nobody is as excited about them as we are. And most people don't spend a lot because I will say I have found myself in a crowd on my recent road trip to Madison, for example, and I will say things and I realize, ooh, okay, so this is going to take a lot of explanation. Most people don't care. And when you start finding yourself explaining crazydaysandnights.net and empty lawyer, then you feel like you have fallen down like a conspiracy rabbit hole that nobody else has time for. Because there's just like, even when I talked to Jamie, Jamie this weekend was like, oh, my God, married, didn't they? And I was like, got married? 
Excuse me, that is... No, they're not even... Uh, most people just not on the same level that you and I are. I, yeah, and it was sort of a shocking reminder to me in this moment. And I and my my takeaway to them, what I said to them was, fine, you just want to believe whatever is reported to you. Because you know what, they don't... <laughs> so just tell them basically, fine. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You don't want the truth? You can't handle the truth! I felt like I was on an island by myself because I was the only one that was like, you guys, we are being manipulated by Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Don't think for one second what they're showing us is real because everybody smokes. And nothing is real. And nothing is real. No, and frankly, that's why our job is to continue sounding that horn so that, you know, the world will someday totally accept and understand what we know to be true. I will say they were asking some legitimate questions like? that I don't necessarily have all the answers to. Okay, well. But one of them was, why would somebody like why would somebody like Nick Jonas be playing along with this narrative with this fake Hollywood relationship? What else is Nick Jonas's career doing? Well, they were trying to argue like he's successful. He doesn't need a Priyanka Chopra. Um, <laughs> and I said, I actually kind of think he does need a but Priyanka Chopra. the only Chopra. reason that they think he's successful, see, this is the problem because it's it's like trying to, I'm trying to think of what the analogy is. It's like trying to to explain something to somebody in a fishbowl, how they're actually in a fishbowl because they don't see what you and I see. Yeah. Right? Like the only reason they're talking about Nick Jonas is because his evil plan has worked. Yeah, because he's got this whole fake relationship with Priyanka Chopra. Because it gets people talking about him. It's not like they... It's not like Nick Jonas has an award-winning... Well, he he does have a music career, but it's not... It's not like gangbusters right now. Not like... I mean, there are half a dozen people that are doing what he's doing. Right. They also said, you know, Priyanka Chopra is at, like, the height of her career right now. So what does she have to gain Um, from this? Um... That's the, I mean, as the meme says, that's the joke. That's the the only reason she's at the top of her game right now is because she has been playing the Hollywood publicity machine to get roles. I mean, really, she's at the top of her game. She was in the Baywatch movie with The Rock and Zac Efron. Mm -hmm. The Baywatch movie, which probably had about a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't know what it did. It had like a 90% in our heart, though. Yeah. Because shirtless. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm saying like the reason she's the reason people are are, that she is on people's tongues is because this 
See, this is what I needed in this moment. I needed my posse to back me up because I felt like I was like, everybody was like, nope, nope, you don't, I don't believe your guy. Your guy is crap. Find a different one. And I'm like, 18% that movie got. Bay watched it. And she's at the top of her career. No, she's trying to get to the top of her career by putting her name out there. I mean, why Priyanka Chopra versus anybody else? Because her she's got Academy Award winning performances? No. Next? Yeah. No, I was. And so I was trying to off the top of my head uh, share with this fine, wonderful group of women. You're just too smart for the room. Well, it's not even that I'm too smart for the room. It's that I realized that I am. Um, I realized that like I feel partially Either I'm brainwashed or they're brainwashed. You're not brainwashed. How could you be brainwashed? You're totally not brainwashed. But I'm like, am I brainwashed by Enti Lawyer and they're brainwashed by Hollywood? You know what I'm saying? What's the point of, I mean, Enti Lawyer, like, so he he gets a midday show on the radio to talk about his dumb blog? So how was their argument about Enti Lawyer was why would he do this because he has... You know, he could lose his career. If he's an entertainment lawyer, why is he outing people's stories? What is in it for him in that? So then I was like rushing, right? Because now I'm on the spot. So I've got my little computer phone out. And I'm trying to find those. There's all those articles that have been written about him, about why he started to do it, right? Yeah. It's not something you can quickly. No, you just say and then you, you don't. Just have to give you up. don't even need to like see. You make this too much work. You just say to them. You don't really understand. Trust me, I know people. You don't have to tell them who you know. We read things. Yeah, we read things. Like trust me, I do the work. You do the work. We do the work so that they don't have to. They can just believe what we tell them. That's how it works. Are you all listening? Because that's that's how we're doing it. Yeah. And also, we're not the ones who came up with that. I mean, a lot of our listeners were like, you need to be paying attention to Enti Lawyer. That is actually 100% true. And I'm so glad my world has changed since I started to pay attention. And again, it proves our theory again, which is in Hollywood... Nothing is real and, and everybody everyone smokes. smokes. Exactly. Or I, I, we might have to, at some point, caveat that everybody vapes. Yeah, that's true. Like that's coming. That's but. true. We're phasing out the smoking yeah. piece. Uh, but speaking of Chonus, which is what got this all started, as I was telling my friends that Chonus is a fake relationship, they were pretty busy themselves this weekend. Totally. Were they not? Oh, yeah. Lots uh, to talk about. We will share with you the itinerary of uh, their tour of fake relationship dumb after this. Emphasis on the dumb. Exactly. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.